Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We've been talking a lot last hour or so about Steph Curry and the fact that um, no KD on the team last night. Needed that K- win down K- 0-1 in the series. KD ain't KD. been on the team in a couple <laughs> years, man. That, because he's been on the team in three years, that's, man. My point is, in Steph Curry's career but in the finals. It's the way, why do you have to frame it off the top that way, though? Because with in Steph Curry's career in the finals, <laughs> when it's been a 50-50 type of game, when he hasn't had overwhelming firepower, right? So, of course, it's easy to have your chest out. You got KD, everybody on their team, you, you can't lose. You know, KD wanted to join their team. Right? I get it. Okay, that's, but it's a separate issue. What you said? What I was talking they was about rolling nice and easy, huh? They set the regular season record without KD. They did on, when it mattered most in the fourth quarter. In Man, the seven. dudes got hurt. Man, stop. Uh, whatever, whatever. Went away. Not a single point. And last night, have you ever rolled your ankle, Steph? Man? Last Gosh, night, you know, yes. I want to ask you a legit athlete question. I've had every for for a non-athlete you can't imagine how many. I have th- at least 3 serious injuries right now that you would think I I but have I've you, got have you ever rolled your ankle really bad? Like a high ankle sprain type thing? I'm talking about like you you step off something and you like your whole ankle touches yeah, the ground. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. How long has no, it No, no, no. Where the whole ankle touched the ground? No. Okay. No. All right. So you wouldn't really understand what it is to play on a high high ankle sprain. Jay. Ever. I'm just asking you no. Don't don't give me any analysis. Just yeah. answer me directly. No. Okay. Yeah. I just want to put that in perspective. Okay. Great. Go ahead. He seemed to Against have the best athletes seemed, but in like, the world. Right. He seemed to have no okay. problem scoring early. It's late in the game when they needed it most that he didn't score a single point. So, hey, seven, Max, seven, let me seven, let me cut you off home. now. Yeah. Now I'll cut you off. Yeah. Jay did it and I'll do it. Okay, so you keep saying you keep saying he had a problem scoring late in games and this, that, and the other and the whole deal. So with you being saying that, with you saying that, then you weren't satisfied with the way he played yesterday, then, huh? I was. Why were you satisfied with the way he played yesterday? Because he, he didn't. Because he, he didn't play, play he didn't late. Play in the he fourth played. quarter. But hold on, let me finish. No, let me finish before you come New York slick on me. Um, he didn't play yesterday. So do you weigh that in your critique of? Steph Curry, because he didn't play in the fourth quarter. That's L.A. slick right there. What What do you mean? What I'm talking about, what I'm talking about, obviously, is when the team needs it most. If if you can put the game away in the third quarter, that's awesome, right? Steph, in a game that looked like the Warriors could easily lose, the Celtics are winning. It would be the second game you dropped at home. You'd be down 0-2 and now have to go on the road. After the first game, you hit all those open threes early, but you couldn't do anything late. To me, now it's crunch time. It could be in the third quarter. It could be crunch time in the third. If you could put the game away in the third quarter, go ahead. Steph came up big when the team needed it most, back against the walls, in the finals, at home, second half of the game. Same To me, that's the same thing as doing it in the fourth quarter. So you do, they won still, the game. You do realize everybody else contributed yesterday as well, where in game one, Everybody else didn't contribute, of course, in the third quarter. If you're, in fact, they allowed Brown to go crazy, Jalen Brown on them in the third quarter. If you're asking, am I? If you're pointing to me saying, Max, you're reducing a team game to like a one-on, like a boxing match, like a one-on-one well, thing. Yeah. You're guilty of that. Yes, of course, I'm somewhat guilty of that. We are evaluating. Well, as, long, as, long as, you, as long as you admit that you 
or wrong and guilty of it. No, no. <laughs> no, no, I didn't say wrong. I said guilty of guilty of reducing something to an absurd level, right? To a one-on-one level. And it's not wrong. When we are evaluating the greatest players who ever lived, it's a given. Steph is among them. The question is where? And before you crack the top ten, that's the type of stuff I need to see. Maybe it's not the tough type of stuff y'all but need to see. He, but what if he never wins an MVP, man? What if he never wins a championship MVP and in the fourth quarter he gives you 15 and in the fourth quarter and they win, and, but he, he doesn't get the MVP? Is, is it a hard because- and fa- No, it's not hard and fast rule. Of course not. It's mostly correlated with the best player in the series who comes up big, but if for some reason he didn't win the MVP, but we all saw it. Like, He's averaging 32 in the NBA Finals right now. I see it at 32 in the NBA Finals. This is what I'm saying, guys. If we just all honest about it, in 15, did you see it? In 16, in the Finals, did you see it? In 17 and 18, he had KD, right? I can't see it in in 16 because the man was hurt. And by the way, in 15, I did see it. And in 15, I saw it. Yeah, I, I saw him be that guy for his team. I, by the way, his play kind of fell I, off in the finals compared to the regular season. Can I tell you what was going on in 15? Mm-hmm. Do you know, Emma Shumper is one of my really good friends. We've had so many conversations. Look out there on YouTube. You'll hear these podcasts where Ty Lue was like, yo, what, y'all need to get up. Like, we need to run doubles at him. Like, you need to not let him breathe. He was doing it. He and was making the, the right basketball he was play the, and all He that. was the deciding factor in everything that Cleveland did defensively from a scheme perspective. Joey in Detroit. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. How y'all doing, man? What up, baby? What's up, Joey? What's the move? Yeah, I had said I was going to call back because, you know, like, I got to defend my dog. But, like, I'm only 22, but, Max, bro, it's an 82-game season. So you can't say, like, that injury, like, barring that because, like, the best ability, availability, and, like, they give Bron credit for being Iron Man. And Curry had to overcome all them ankle injuries. It's not just about who the most talented, but who can survive the longest. Like, for example, not talking resume, but who a better player, Steph or KD? KD. But you could argue if Steph was seven feet with his skill set, then he would be, but he not. So, same thing if you're going against a team that's injured. It don't matter. The cards in the deck never dealt out evenly. It's how, to play, it's how you play the cards you got in your hand. So, you that's can only face what's put in front of you. And this, and this notion that, that 2016 casting was so much better. I don't believe that because it took an all-time performance from Bron and Kai and the choke from the Warriors, which they did, but they were still up 3-1. So with the Warriors playing that bad, it still came down within a few possessions in the game seven. So if you reset the bar back to neutral, those teams were a lot more even when people get them credit for it. Having lost in that manner, I believe experiencing that kind of pressure, Curry would have lived up to it the next season. And they ain't need KD. Max, what do you consistently said about white privilege? You understand it's there, but you will use it to your advantage if you get it. If you get a job offer and you know it's because of white privilege, you're not going to turn it down because it's not fair. Golden State didn't need KD, but if, but if he's there and available, you're not going to scoff at the opportunity. Yeah. But if your team get injured, don't I make I think excuses. that's all very well argued. I think that is I'm going to bring him in the studio. What? I'm going to bring you in the studio and lay down some tracks, yeah. and you're going to spit that to Max just like that. I think bars no, that's and all, keep it moving. That is all very well argued. It's a persuasive argument. My main argument comes is not arguing against Steph Curry's greatness. That's unquestionable. What I'm saying is if, he, if he's going to wind up in the top ten ever, then there's going to have to be some kind of, well, he was hurt this net. It's game seven at home, fourth quarter. Will you come through? Now, it may not be those exact circumstances again, but I saw it last night. Second half of a game, you could easily lose. You're at home. You need to win. Will you come through then? Last night, he did. 
that's what I'm looking for. There haven't been, to my eye, many games like that for him in the finals where it's like an evenly matched situation. The Warriors might lose. It's late in the game. Steph imposes himself on the game somehow and, and gets the win. I haven't seen that enough from him to put him in my top 10 all time. That's what I'm arguing. But that last caller was, 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 that was spitting some fire right there. Paul and Queens. You're on with hey, Keyshawn uh, J. Will and Max. How y'all guys doing, man? What's up? What up, P? What's that? Yeah, what's up? Listen, uh, this is uh, basically uh, for Max. Uh, Max, listen, um, I, um, I'm i 69 years old, been around the game for a long time. I, uh, You have to stop apologizing to anybody about uh, saying that he's the greatest three-point player of all time. Uh, Three-point uh, uh, shooters don't win championships. Uh, they, they never will. That's why D'Antoni is a bad coach, because he's a three-point guy. Okay, so that's not really – it's a good record, okay, but it doesn't make you great. It doesn't put you in the top ten. And Max is right and whatnot. Uh, and, and when KD uh, – without KD, they wouldn't have won those two. And probably the third one because Kyrie and um, – and uh, Kevin Love wasn't even in the game, but Kevin, but but KD scored the most important points, the the most monumental points to impact the game. That's what the Michael Jordans and the Magics and the Kareem's and the Elijah wants to okay. do. Okay, uh, uh, and, and Curry, to, Curry has not done that. Even if he did it, does it one time. Max is a hundred percent right. What not? You know, you can't put, you can't take. There's nobody in the top fifteen you could take out for Curry. But people push Curry because they want to make him the the face of the uh, the league or whatnot. It's an institutional thing, man. So you 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 stand with your guns, Max. You yeah, stand, I hear you. Stand, uh, the top fifteen, guns, man. top fifteen. You don't, you don't. So you don't think that Steph Curry changed anything in the NBA for the last ten years? He didn't change nothing. The, the three-point shot has hurt the league as much as it's helped and whatnot. When guys are under the basket for a layup and throw it out to the three-point line, well, I do it, agree with you. That's man. garbage, and they've completely uh, uh, destroyed the mid-range game. And, uh, uh, like Michael Jordan think, was the master of the mid-range. You think, it's, you think it's destroyed because people can hit from distance? When you got people under the basket, I said, and they can make a layup, and you're throwing it back out. Yeah, because I got somebody on my team that can knock down two. Because somebody, two is great, three is greater than two. I I, take that all day. I appreciate that point. What I would say is this, though, and we're going to bring Alan Hahn in here, that to say Steph Curry's not top 15 is something else. Jay makes a very persuasive argument. When you look, however they get there, Steph Curry's presence in Golden State has led to three championships so far. He's the reason, really, and that way of playing why KD wanted to play there. I'm not arguing against his greatness or his top 15 status. We're splitting hairs, but I'm talking about why I don't have him in my top 10 Understood. So, I, really quick point, because you've also said that KD has a chance to finish top 10 when yeah. it's all said and done. I think done. he'll be first in over a Steph. So yeah, he's better he than is, Steph. They I played on the same he, team. He was I just want to hear that same heat, because without Steph being on the court – KD never gets two world championships. No doubt. He Without Magic, gets, Kareem he, doesn't get those five. He never five. gets two NBA you know, finals, you know? right? Bro, five finals of them MVP. Is, five of them is because of Magic. That's why Kareem was able to win those titles. In fact, without Oscar Robertson, he doesn't get one leave, in Milwaukee. You Kareem out your name, man. But that's the point, I mean, Key. Kareem is ahead of Magic. But, but, of course, he needed Magic to win. KD's probably going to be ahead of Steph, but, of course, he needed Steph to win. Right? So, Steph wins this one. You're going to have KD ahead of Steph? 
Yeah, I would. They played on the same team in their primes, and KD was clearly the better player, so he's ahead. Yeah. Yeah, but how would he be ahead if Steph has another championship without him? Yeah, that has to do with circumstances. It's, it goes back to your whole Bill Belichick, Tom Brady thing. Well, Tom has won without Bill Belichick, so now you're not going to apply that to this. Um, it oh, is an interesting. An, Alan, it is, Hyde, you're here. It is, it is interesting, an interesting it? point. It doesn't win the <laughs> argument, but it's an interesting point. Alan Hahn, what's going what's on? Alan? I can't believe a caller is trying to now blame the three point shot. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it's a, it's just a skill added to the game. It's like saying in the NFL, you should run the football more. Forget throwing down the field. I mean, it's just it's the way the game's going. But this has been this has been a, a, a very interesting conversation because it feels like we've been having it for a couple of weeks now. And whenever we do this, and I think the last time I was on, I gave right, didn't Jay? I, I gave you like that list, yes, the, the ten that the NBA uh, qualified as their so-called top ten when they put out the top seventy-five. And it's like, all right, who who do you who do you send home? Somebody's got to go home if Steph Curry's moving into the ten. It's not easy, but I keep coming away uh, with an argument of Will Chamberlain. I do it only based on if we're going to do it based on you won't give see Max, you won't give Steph Curry the regular season crown even though he was in the regular season the best player in the league. You said, well, what happened at the end of the season? Who was the best player when they raised the trophy in 2016? And right. you're right. You're right about that. So if we're doing that, what, Will Chamberlain was a dominant player in the regular season. Dominant. Mm -hmm. But with his two championships, he never had a Game 7 where he had to come up huge, like you were holding it against Steph in 2016, Game 7 at home. And... The game seven that he should have dominated in nineteen seventy, which you know well, Max. Yep. He didn't. He came up small. Alan, but don't I think, look at I his stats. Look at his right, free throw. Alan. One for eleven against Will Willis Reed had one leg. Alan, and he's going up against and, Dave and by the, the way, Busher. The knock on Wilt Chamberlain from the people who watched him through that era is when you needed him to score, he gave you his assist rebound. When you needed him to to to, to yep. move the ball, he gave the points. And, I would say and, for Wilt Allen, there's the little ahead. bit of difference for Wilt is his level of dominance normally is so ridiculously high, and he has the two, and he has the two but championships. All right, all right, good. Let's flip it. Let's flip it. I know Jay can relate to this. Flip it. Physical dominance for a smallish player in Steph Curry. Sure. Can't you also flip it and say for what he can do in a game of giant men is remarkable. Uh, what I, but, Just but like you could say what Will did against a game of smaller men was also yeah, but remarkable. You, but, what you're, but yes, but in the end, you evaluate the efficacy of both players, like the effectiveness of both players. And while, it, while the, Steph's... The variables were very, Steph's, very different. Steph's may you know? require maybe a more impressive feat doesn't make it a more valuable one. Why? Why not? Because you could be more impressed by something. For example, you could see uh, you could see a, a five foot eight guy dunk like Nate Robinson. Doesn't mean his dunk. He doesn't mean he gets up as high as a but guy who's not, taller. But, 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 but Steph Curry is not but, dunking on people. What he's doing as a smaller dunk. guy it's is a, getting shots off against bigger people. Yes, it's harder to do because the game Very selects out for do. size. So I'm not arguing that Will's more Moving, skilled than Steph. Trust me on this. I learned it last week. Moving <laughs> and catching and shooting and still being lights out with somebody physically, you know, shoving, pushing, getting a hand up, all that stuff. That is a really hard thing to do that he makes look so easy yes. for someone that's given up 40 pounds, 50 pounds on a lot of the people he's playing against. Sure. We're not arguing pound for pound who's the best. Then it would be Steph. But I get oh, it. Oh, I agree oh, with okay. you. It's well, very impressive. Okay. Doesn't make him the best. Still, it makes it very impressive. Makes him the most skilled. Those, this, that. But we're talking about he's just also who's better. A winner. He he win. They win because of him. They win because of that. That's what Draymond even was trying to point out. The reason why KD could go off was because unlike in Oklahoma City and unlike what he's learning in Brooklyn, 
he he's got all the attention is on him. Look at Luca; all the attention's on him. No question. But you he's can't one have, of the you great... don't have that when he goes to Golden State because all the attention's on Steph. He's Curry. one of the greatest players of all time. He's also been in a situation in a great organization, great front office, That's great right. coach, Clay, but, Dre, etc. But, 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 et but here, here's what I would say about that part, though, Max. Mm-hmm. He makes the front office great. Because he's there. He makes the front office great because he's there. And and if he's there, guess what? They've got to find complimentary pieces to go with his greatness. I agree. You know what, Keith? I don't let, disagree, let, but let me say this. Keith who you bumping? Max, he's bumping this Wilt. out there. Are you? Let, hang on. Let me throw this out there. Because would you say, and Key, you can answer this better than anybody. Is Tom Brady the greatest quarterback to ever play as far as just all the physical attributes, just everything no. you'd want in a quarterback? No. No. Would you, would you, where would you rank him as far as just skill, talent, ability against every – like, where would he be? Would he be top 10? At, at all time, he might be 15. Maybe 15. Very interesting you would say top 15 because that's where we are right now. Wouldn't you say, though, his impact on winning in that organization and what they, what they did for him, what he did for them – was remarkable, it's and number that's what one. elevates him to number one. It's number one. So can we then say, because it's longevity in a franchise, winning, culture, standard, the way they built around him, all that stuff, wouldn't you consider then Steph Curry on the same kind of plane, not level, plane, as Tom Brady would be for the NFL, especially with the Patriots? Yeah, but I probably would put, I probably would put Steph slightly above Tom, and, and the reason that is is because Tom didn't change the game. Steph Curry changed the game. Nobody's yeah. in the backyard trying to throw like Tom Brady. Great point. Kids are in the backyard trying to shoot like Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. They're trying to throw like Patrick Mahomes. And they're trying to throw like Patrick Mahomes. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I, so, so I will put influence. Steph up just a little, you know, so just Steph Curry, because of that. Uh, uh, Steph Curry, no one's arguing his greatness, but Alan, he's not the greatest. Like, if you're counting rings and all that stuff, he's still not in that conversation. Oh, no, there are guys no, ahead of him done. there, too. He's not done. He is not, he's, done, he's not done, which is why I said, let's see. Jay said it's trending toward top 10. Okay, let's see. Yeah. So a, a performance like last night is atypical of Steph in the finals. You're down. You need the win at home. Second half of the game, he takes over and wins. That has not been his typical performance in the finals. Wait, it see, is something wait, wait, that wait, wait, I wait, wait, like okay, to I see. I have a question to ask. But Max, it has not been typical. I have a question about the game. Hold on, hold, on, hold on real quick, Alan. We talk a lot about the body of work. I'm curious about your body of work. Have you ever acknowledged publicly that you've been wrong about something? Of course, many times. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, many times. No, I've never heard you. I've conceded points in this argument. I said when when I said, "Have you learned anything?" You said, "No." <laughs> but but meanwhile, I've moved your opinion. But you don't you admit really to moved it. My oh yeah, I have. Oh yeah, I have. No, you haven't. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Max was wrong once, but then he realized, no, no, it, well, he was actually right. So he was. Wrong. <laughs> look, man, that's, that's, that was the time he admitted he was wrong. Right. <laughs> look, Steph, Steph Curry. Look, Steph Curry wins this championship this year in the finals he's going to get the MVP I, I would bet my right yes. arm if they win he's probably going to be the Two MVP games and watch this so. Key watch and, this and on, top, on top of that that will have four championships if I'm correct and I'm counting no matter who was on his team mm-hmm. he also uh, changed the game two okay, time he MVP owns the, he's the two time mm-hmm. MVP the only player am I correct unanimous am I, am I right on that yep. one NBA in history. the history, in the NBA history, well, it is okay, a but other award. Shaq won a regular season award. Jordan won a regular season award. Yeah, they also won the finals though, and, and we're MVP he's going. And, and I just Max, slick, home. slick ass four, four. New York Max. Not a single point. I just said if and when he wins the NBA Finals MVP trophy, 
But so key, what I'm saying, hold on, I'll give you more credit. Let me give him more credit. But I want to hold on. I never get this point off. You guys stop me right here. If Steph (laughs) wins finals, see, if Steph wins finals MVP this year and deserves it and they win the championship, right? We will start to think when I ask Jay, I'll bet you anything. Who's the best player in the game? Now, all of a sudden, where he's saying Giannis now, you might be like, you know what? It might be Steph. But that would, that's, I, would be I, I something new, and it would I'm be directly related the, to his playing no. well in I'm the finals. I'm talking about top think. 10. <laughs> I ain't talking about – I was getting to the top 10, Max. I don't care about no Giannis. I'm talking about Steph in the top 10 all is what time. I was getting at. Okay, of and so time. Allen is taking Will Chamberlain what, out. Who what you I was saying, What I was saying is when you start to add his accolades up, over the course of his career, when he's all said and done, mm-hmm. he will be on par with everybody there. Everybody okay. he okay. will be on par with. Who are you taking out? I'm just curious. Allen's taking Wilt out. I'd probably, if that were the case, probably take Duncan out. Who are you taking out? I would probably take both of those guys out. And put and KD and Steph in? See, I, I, don't know. I, I, I don't know that I would put KD in. I don't know that I would put KD in just like that, though, because KD won with Steph, and KD ain't shown me anything other than he's a good player without Steph. Alan, it may be an issue of personal preference, but to me, uh, as long as the longevity is enough, right, it's like good enough, I don't look just to longevity. I look at the peak hit. That's what I think we mean when we say greatness. So if someone said, greatest starting pitcher ever, I think Sandy Koufax has a very good argument, even though he only had a half a dozen prime years, right? Okay. What, what I see with Steph and, and, and KD, the problem I see, is they played on the same team at their best. And there was no one debated who's the best. Like, obviously, KD was the better player. So I have a hard time putting Steph over KD, even if the career accomplishments give it to Steph. Okay. And then when the Miami Heat had the Heatles together, right? Does LeBron win a championship? If not for Ray Allen making the most incredible play when LeBron wasn't making incredible plays in that game. Do we hold that against LeBron? No. No, but he wasn't. But LeBron was clearly the best player on no, the team. Yeah, I'm not but, talking about uh, single player. The better, the better player on your team at that moment is nice. But again, you you were you were discounting not those years. You were discounting the unanimous MVP year that they ended up losing the game. Okay, LeBron James was the best player in the game that year, and they were about to lose if not for a tip by Chris Bosh and a three pointer clutch in the corner by Ray Allen. Right, otherwise that's that very game different. is over. That's very different from okay. having the greatest regular so season record of all time and not scoring. A, we don't have this conversation. And not scoring a single point in the last four thirty at home in Game Seven. Come on, man. There's a big difference. You're right. You are right about the end of that game and the turnover, which was a terrible pass. And Jay is right about the fact that he was dealing with an injury, and that also is a part of the. All these things factor in. I think that's the problem with this: is you're being very absolute. And there are so many factors. No, I'm not that being absolute. I'm saying he's top 15 now. Eventually, yes. maybe he'll crack the top 10. But he needs to me to get on my list. He needs to have right, the part, kind of finals games that he had last night. And he has to continue to I'll do it and win the finals. That part I will concede and say I That's do all I'm feel saying. like this championship is very important to this conversation. I do agree with that part of it. But That's the, the part. That, what do you mean that, that, that part but, of it? All right. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. If he championship. Yeah, right? this, He's this saying year. finals MVP. Yeah, he's, he's saying two, finals two games MVP. In, I think they're carving his name into the trophy. He's two games yeah, in. He, yeah, he's, he's the best probably, player in, probably, in the, best player in the series. Win it. He's probably going to win it if they win it, huh? Yeah, exactly. And we'll see what everyone says. Maybe and, and, for, if he, and if he wins it and he plays the next five years like I predict, he'll probably win another one. 
and then he'll probably win some other accolades and, maybe. and he'll slide in the top ten. He definitely, and he'll be the smallest player in the top ten, by the way. Easily. He'll He's the greatest 6'3 or under player of all no time doubt. already. Now, now no again, doubt. also, keep this, but you want to do caveats. Again, when he didn't win the MVP that first championship, that, that is a media decision. That was look at his numbers in that. No, of course, but like they couldn't give good. it to him because he was half as good as decision. LeBron, and they played in the same series. They had to give it to the guy oh, who supposedly know. guarded LeBron. Uh, That's Alan Hahn, ladies and gentlemen, conceding no, that Mitchell I'm right the about Knicks? the point Come that on. I'm making. Amazing, you see amazing. What we go through every day, Alan. <laughs> you see, I just I can't believe the past we seven minutes. You didn't ask me a single question about Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks. Let's go, Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks. You have five seconds. Yes or no? Go maybe. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will Max is Quinn Snyder to the Knicks. I heard it here first. <laughs> Get the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless. Um, is Josh Allen really the NFL's best quarterback? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Check out what Dan Orlovsky had to say about Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield walks away as the steal of the NFL draft. ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano with us now. We had a running joke with Foxworth on Saturday about Monday Dan Orlovsky. Because he always said some splashy thing that provided great content for the rest of the week, right? So, like, on Tuesday, we loved Monday, Dan. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance makes building home and auto easy. Learn more at Progressive.com. ESPN NFL analyst, Monday morning, Dan Orlovsky joins the show. What's up, Dan? What's up, buddy? How are you doing? Doing well. Uh, There was an article uh, that came out recently ranking all 32 quarterbacks heading into the season. And it had Josh Allen ranked number one. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, you know, I said a couple weeks ago, I know what, that we live in this media world that we like rankings. We like lists. It makes people mad, whatever. Um, and usually it's this, give me your top five. And I really believe, and I've never shied away from that, that it's really hard to say, give me your top five quarterbacks in the NFL or the, or the AFC, for that matter, right now. And it's a very unique time because two years ago that wasn't the case. You felt good about doing that. That's, it's just there are so many young superstars at that position, specifically in the AFC. Like, I, I think it's very hard to argue, well, if, if it's not Josh Allen, then who is it? Well, of course, then it's Patrick Mahomes. But does, do we really feel unequivocally, no question, that Patrick is a 
better player or, or a more um, challenging defense than Patrick or Josh Allen is. Like I, I feel that, and I said this during the season last year, Max, when the Bills use Josh Allen with that sprinkle the way the Baltimore Ravens use Lamar Jackson, he really becomes the most indefensible quarterback in the league with everything that you have to do to slow him down. Now, Patrick is the most talented. He's arguably the best, but it's it's really difficult to sit here and go, Josh doesn't, I guess, belong and or deserve. But I, 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 really, I really have a ton of respect for those two players specifically, um, and they're head-to-head. Yeah, I, you, know, you know what, Dan? You, you're right about certain things. In this case right here, you're wrong about him being the number one guy. Patrick Mahomes is the number one guy. Then followed up by Aaron Rodgers, followed up by Tom Brady. Then you get into an argument, is it Joe Burrow, is it Josh Allen? Because in the end, you got to win something for me. You just got to. And I understand he's young. And I understand it wasn't his fault that he lost in Kansas City and he battled back hard and he hit lasers and all. I get all that. But he's got to win something before we start saying he's the best quarterback in the National Football League. And I know it's not your list. It was somebody else's list. You just somewhat agreed with him a little bit to me. Yeah, I just – my thing would be this, Key. I think if you took Josh Allen off of the Buffalo Bills and you inserted Joe Burrow – uh, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, those teams are really going to be very similar. Um, if you took Josh Allen and put him on the Kansas City Chiefs, they're going to be very similar. If you took Josh Allen and put him on the Packers, that's the way, That's my point with, like, these guys are so special and so good that I know we live in this world where we want to make this top three or top five list, and we can't because the talent is just – so high. I, I can't sit here and say that if you took Josh Allen and you put him on Green Bay and, and what they've had over the past couple of years, that he's not the back back to back MVP of the NFL. I, I honestly don't don't think that that that's a um, outrageous statement in the least. No, it, it, but he's got to grow some whiskers for me. It's it's too. You know what I'm saying? It's too early. For the, to to play the switcheroo game and no Dable and no Dable is like the switcheroo uh, game. Yeah, the switcheroo game, Dan, with with a guy like Josh Allen because he's only given us two years. He's got to give me a little bit more like Mahomes, a little bit more like Roger Brady. They got when you when you get in year seven and he's still doing the same thing that he did in year four. Now we talking, nah. we cooking. Nah, that's fair. That's fair. I I just. Um, I don't think the dude's slowing down now. Like I, I don't believe that he – I get the whole Dable thing, but if you talk to people who have been around Ken Dorsey, they think it's going to be, you know, in lockstep, a, a lateral transition. So I, I just don't see him slowing down and becoming a guy that we have questions about just because of the yeah. character and the work ethic. Who ha- who, which quarterback has the most approved this, uh, this season? Which, which guy out there, young or old, <sighs> needs to show yeah. us something? Yeah, I think the guy that with the most to prove is Tua Tungavailoa. You know, I really believe he's under more pressure than any Dolphins player ever since Dan Marino. The, the, the Dolphins really quietly done a really nice job of surrounding him with, I think, top five support. Now, the signing at left tackle of Teron Armstead is massive. They've invested draft capital into their offensive line, early draft capital into their offensive line early draft capital into their skill position with Jalen Waddell and Mike Gusecki. They signed three tailbacks this year that are really good players. 
They go get offensive-minded Mike McDaniel, who they're hoping as as a head coach is Sean McVay, essentially, and then obviously the addition of Tyreek Hill. I think he's got the most to prove because of expectation. I think he's got the most to prove because of, candidly, what the draft class is doing. You know, it, it does matter that Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are having their, their the start of their careers that they are now. I think that the guy that's under the most pressure is Dak Prescott. Again, I believe in the NFL, pressure does not come from where am I going to be working next year? Pressure comes from expectation. Um, and I think with the, the reality of you're the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and we can't call them America's team and say that they're America's team and everybody loves them and not place more pressure and expectation on the quarterback. That's, those two things cannot happen at the same time. But the contract and um, the division that they play in, uh, I think he's under the most pressure. Two has the most to prove. Hmm. Justin Herbert, too, got to make the playoffs eventually. It's not going to be easy. No, 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 no. Well, well, we can argue that another day, Monday morning, Dan. (laughs) This is Monday morning, Max, talking to you. Yeah, but it cannot be playoffs for Herbert. I mean, it's AFC title or bust. That roster is as good as anybody's in the league. Okay, that's even more pressure. Yeah, yeah, but but, but I have – but but I have um, – I think there's a little bit more of a question mark attached to Tua and, uh, you know, obviously the contract with Dak. That's just the truth of the league. But I think Kansas City – or, excuse me, the Chargers – and the AFC is brutal. you got to stay healthy all that. We could go with you until Tuesday I know, but let me ask you this real quick. Ten seconds, Dan. No no, no Russell Wilson? I think it's a mandatory win tenure. I don't think it's a mandatory win year. Okay. There it is. Dan Orlovsky, ESPN sleep, football Dan. analyst extraordinaire here on sleep is Sleep is a cousin of death. Oh, you never sleep. He, uh, listen, a little Nas quote. Monday that a boy. Dan brings everything. Appreciate it. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Tune into the ESPN Daily Podcast, bringing you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily, available wherever you enjoy your podcast. Does not knowing the rules make players look at coaches or managers differently? It's a big reason we're asking this. It happened in sports over the weekend. We'll talk about that next. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Good weekend, guys. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, I feel like it was, have you ever had, because both my kids are under four, Key, and I got a third one on the way. 
Have you ever like when the weekends get there and it just it starts so early? My son was crying at 5 a.m. Next thing you know, my daughter was up at 5:15, and everybody's sleep schedules off. I got kids going a different direction, screaming, yelling. They're hungry. They want to play. They're running around the house. They're trying to get so them feed outside. Them. I, I did, but it's like, have you ever had those weekends where your kids are at that age where you're just like, what happened? Yeah. Like I, I wait till you get three and you're going into a zone defense, oh Jay. Oh my god. That's yeah. where I feel like I'm at. Like I literally, it comes Monday morning. I'm like, what you do this week? I'm like, wait, what did I do? I changed a lot of diapers. <laughs> I fed a lot of kids. Why are you complaining? That's what you're supposed to do. I'm, I'm not. Com- First off, don't shape my narrative as complaining. <laughs> I'm talking through it with two dads of multiple kids. I'll tell you what. I miss changing diapers. I miss it. <laughs> Was that the easy part? Don't tell. You know, it's like a. It's like you know a- that. You know that when. I gotta watch the kids. Yes, they're yours. <laughs> what do you mean you gotta watch but, but them? Key, do you miss have... changing diapers? Do you miss it at all? No, I changed my daughter. My daughter's oh, too. Oh yeah, you got a little little one. Yeah. yeah. Did you miss it when you weren't in it? Doesn't even think it. Really, never. I mean, it's easy. It's just a. I yeah, but, it's but easy. I miss. I mean, inevitably, if you're not in the house a lot, it takes you longer to do it, right? Than than, than your wife if she's if she's doing that more than you, but. I miss it, man. Like, my youngest is seven. I, I miss changing diapers. See, my, my son tries to fight me uh-huh. every time I change. He's fighting me. I'm talking about, and there's like a has bonding. He he's turning. I'm like, stop turning. Changing. Jay, has he, peed diapers, on, man. has he peed on you yet? Oh, he's already tried to get me a couple times. Though. It's been, I got those quick cat-like reflexes like the <laughs> Matrix, man. You ain't going to catch me. Because, I, I mean, look, I know where it's coming from. Now, and once the wind once the wind hit it, it's, yeah, it's a wrap. What are you doing it outdoors? <laughs> no, it's just when it, you get the cold air hit it, it, it comes. I mean, that's what it does. <laughs> what? Phrasing. Uh, All I'm saying is I love changing my son's diapers in public. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, show the people what you got. Yeah, your oh. kid. Show your them what kids, you're working um, with, son. Let me see. You got two both walking, right? Yep, both walking now. Well, my yeah. son, so he's, he's learning. They get mobile, yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's everywhere. My son just has no, he doesn't care. He want to jump off everything. Yeah. I'm like, you can crack your, he doesn't care. My daughter like, oh, what? No, that's you always had that. I think it's not even gender. You just have that one kid who you're like, uh oh, that one. It's going to be hot, you know, emergency room visits and stitches and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, injury. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, 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 you're gonna have a son. Yeah, you gonna you gonna scratch up some stuff. For my sure. son, my son is just running around the house, butt naked, holding the basketball. I'm like, that's right. I want to see him spill red Gatorade on that white sofa of yours. That's what I want to see. I, who has a white sofa? You, you that linen sofa, the one you know, in your family room? Liars. Yeah, no, you got liars. that. Liars. With those nice hardwood floors. Restoration hardware, yeah, white nice beach hard sofa. Floors. He's trying to get the outside pizza oven like Keith. Back. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN app. Download it. Play us. Say play ESPN if you have smart speakers. We pop up. Download the podcast. Guys, so the umps barred uh, Dodgers manager Dave Roberts from using a position player in the ninth inning against the Mets on Saturday night because they were enforcing a rule that prevents teams from using non-pitchers with a deficit of five runs or fewer. By the way, I had no idea about this rule. I'm a baseball fan. I didn't know when they put this stupid rule in place. And why can't you, the manager use whoever he wants on the roster to pitch? Ridiculous. Well, Dave anyway. Roberts knew about the rule. Robert said, well, he claims he did not realize uh, until, uh, you know, the rule was in effect after it was initially passed prior to 2020. So it's a pretty new rule. And then suspended for two years amid rules adjustments prompted by the pandemic. So they institute a new rule and then suddenly they're, you know, everything changes. So they don't even enforce the rule because of the pandemic. And now suddenly this funky, weird new rule that stupid to me is back. And, and, and Dave Roberts was affected by it. But you claim, Jay, he did know the rule. Oh, I don't claim that. I just wanted to send 
the article to Key because mm-hmm. the Mets won the game, and I wanted to poke him a little bit. I see. Since I've, since I've become a new Mets fan, yeah. you know, obviously last game was not a good game. Let me know at the end of the season how that Mets fandom is working out for you. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden, it, no, I know what he's doing. He think he's slick. He threw out the ball for him. He done <laughs> went over there and, uh, drank up on the owner's liquor. I know what he did, how smiling. Do think, how do I think I'm <laughs> slick? I put it cheat, on our cheat, text thread. Cheat, I didn't cheat. tweet look, about look, it. Look, I didn't look. post about it. Look, he's sitting there. Cheesing and smiling and shaking hands and kissing babies. Eh, I know what he's doing. As soon as well, I saw it, Buck is my as, good friend, the owner of the Dodgers. We're really good friends. We've owned businesses together. As, yeah, Buck. Same yeah. thing. Ah, you don't call him Magic. As, you call him Buck. Well, I mean, you know, see, whatever. We're see? not talking about the Dodgers. He's we talking about too. we talking about the Mets. As soon as I saw the text, the first thing I said is, Jay want to start a Dodger Met war, and I get it. And he he wants to be uh, a Met fan and. He knows that I'm a Dodger fan, so he wants to try to get into a tit-for-tat Max Kellerman type thing. Mm. So I'm going to appease him. I'm going to appease him and do that. Here's what I would say, though. The skipper in Dave Roberts made a mistake, and his mistake was at the time not necessarily knowing a relatively new rule that was put into place where you've got to have – you got to be down six runs or more at a certain time in the game before you can put somebody other than a relief pitcher in the pitch. He didn't know, so he bought so, time by mm. calling the New York <clears throat> to give the reliever time to warm up. That's all. I just want to read something that I had. Smart. After position players made 90 pitching appearances in 2019 and 75 in 2018, Major League Baseball and the Players Association agreed prior to the 2020 season to outlaw using position players as pitchers in games with a deficit of five runs or fewer. The rule was suspended the past two years amid concerns over pitcher injuries prompted by the pandemic, but was reinstored this season. This, what is this? See, this is relatively new. But here's, also, like, here's, why? Here's, well, I don't even understand the rule. Like, pitch whoever you want to pitch. This is why I think it's somewhat of a bad look for Dave Roberts. How can not only did he not, nobody else on the staff knew that the rule was reinstated? Well, no, it probably no. was too late by the time he argued oh. it. Jay, I didn't see it. I didn't see the game. So I don't know exactly what happened. But if I saw the game, I could have told you based on reading body language and, and all of that sort of stuff on what their communication was, was, I'm sure, not I'm sure, I believe that by the time they called New York, there was conversations given by somebody upstairs, downstairs, in the dugout, I think this rule is here, but it was too late, and he needed to get the relief. Yeah, I think up. I'm with you. So I'm he with, played it like that. I'm with your first take. I, like, if, if you're a manager and you're being slick, which you should be. Of course. You're being smart. You want to give your guy time to warm up. You know you have to call New York. It's going to take some time. They, you know, the rule, the whole thing. And so you buy the guy enough time to get loose. Yeah. And that's good. That's and good. What if, and, what if New, and what if New York, what if New York got it wrong? Because it's not like they don't get stuff wrong, right? And what if the umps got it wrong? It's not like the umps never get it wrong. I wish someone wrong. could explain to me the point of the rule. Who cares if a lot of position players made relief pitching appearances? Who cares? Like, why is that a rule? It's probably, it's I, I would think it. it would be. If you don't like I, it, just ban it. I, I think it would be a rule, basically, because maybe you lose jobs or something. I, like, I, I think right? you need so many pitchers, Key, because everyone's throwing so hard now to get through a season. Managers probably like, you know, I could take some burden off the pitching staff, save some pitches in there. Well, arms. that's what he was trying to do: yeah. was save the arms for the next day. Basically, yeah, throwing you throw in the towel, you're throwing, the, you're done. But also, you're not dipping into your bullpen because, as Key says, you want to save your arms. So it's the same thing with like banning the shift. 
I don't know why. So bunt. Put I a hate bunt the up, shift, you know. though. The shift is the worst I thing I hate it, too, but I don't, I don't know why teams aren't taking advantage of the shift. If you do, yeah, I, I they'll, start, they'll stop I shifting. It. I hate it, though. It's the worst thing ever. I, don't I, I, see I agree. It. I don't want to see a big gap between second base. But, Key, uh, it's there uh, because, just, it's there it's, because it's these the guys worst. still try to pull the ball. Stop why do I need to, to see two dudes standing next to each other at shortstop? Like, right. What the hell? But, but Key, look, if you, okay, let me ask you something. There's a crazy shift up, right? You come up to the plate. Are you going to still try to pull the ball into the shift? Are you going to try and take it the other, even lay down a bunt I'm going to try way? to take it the other right. way, but it just, it, I then don't Then they'll like stop it. shifting. Maybe it wasn't because when I played baseball, nobody shifted. Yeah. Everybody just stayed shortstop. Stay right yeah. there. Once in a blue, a manager would do something severe, and it's like he's a genius. Well, no, you will tell a guy to slide over slightly. But this is drastic, though. No, but what like, I mean is someone like Billy Martin might suddenly play the second baseman, and he's, you have two center fielders, and people are like, he's a genius. But that would happen once every but two I, years. I, but I was about yeah. to say, I've never seen that yeah. happen yeah, yeah. back in the day. Never. Here right there, fielder was playing right stuff. field. He wasn't playing center, yeah. standing next to the other center. Hey, how you doing? They figured out a way to play the most efficient baseball possible. It turns out no one wants to watch it. They should just have two catchers behind the bat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the old triple catcher I wonder, alignment. I wonder if you can do that. That's the shift. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, we are back in a couple of minutes. Hang tight, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. 